Well, I guess the music's done. I guess we're up. So we're up, and we can hear each other, and we can hear our customers. So we're happy. Our listeners. So this is the Rolling Toe Show. This is the Rolling Toe Show on uh, February 23rd, 2023. Mutt and Jeff, who can't figure out how to plug the wires in. Is that right? Yeah. Okay. All right. Whatever makes them happy. Okay. All right. This is, I, I'm going to say the first or the 40 second, maybe 31st or 30 seconds. So I really don't know uh, how to count them. Uh, I didn't know how to count in the first place. Yeah. And we're here to talk about alignment. Yeah. Uh, tire wear. Yeah. Handling. Maybe. Maybe. Uh, what could be wrong with a truck? Chrome. And how to get better everything with your truck in those regards. And we want to see if anybody got the right answer on last week's question. If you have an answer for it, the number is 855-950-3835. Now, what was the question? Well, the problem is nobody sent us any answers on the $100 bill. But nobody gets the price. Right. I understand there might be a teacher on its way. But I don't know if that has anything to do with the question. Or if it's got a $100 bill. Right. That's another question. Okay. All right. Uh, the question was, if a guy's had the front end of his truck aligned and he still has toe-in wear on the right front tire and toe-out wear on the left front tire, why didn't the alignment of the front end fix it? Don, don't give it, don't give an answer. Because you just gave the phone number out and suggested people call with an answer. Last week's broadcast, yeah, to get why, uh, uh, or what the question was, make sure we were all on the same page. We forgot, and uh, you said at the beginning of the whole thing that you were asked to make jokes about alignment, yeah. And I kind of feel like the, the answer to the question could be the alignment tech is a joke, that could be, that could be okay, all right. And third out there somewhere, there is somebody that actually did this work, might hear this broadcast that was there that day with you and doesn't like the idea of his being a franchise. No, no, no. That was so many years ago, and that guy was so much older than me that if he's still around, he's in a care home. Okay. Yeah, that's not going to happen. No. no okay. Um, do we have any calls? Uh, no, not good. Okay. You brought up a conversation that you've been having with somebody yeah. about starting an alignment business. Yeah. And you suggested that perhaps we should discuss what's involved in setting up an alignment business in affiliation with us. Yeah. There are a number of people who have done it. Down there, Martini, Rocky, uh, up there. Big Jim, Chad. Chad. Uh, Arizona Laser. There's, there's, there's hundreds of them. That we've we've worked with, and the first question that came to my mind when you were reading through that stuff, the first most important thing, is this is not a franchise. Right. We do not set up franchises and dictate how you run your business or what colors of your uniforms have to be or what the advertising on your building has to be or how you're supposed to do your accounting. That's none of my business. We can suggest. But we don't really, we don't have a form that you have to No, use. no. And we do sell alignment equipment yes. that we manufacture. 
quite understood. What terrible business do Terrible. Look at what the gun crowd. Yeah. We do provide training on how to do the work. And we provide tech support. Those are the three things that we provide on our end. Right. And we'll provide that to somebody who has a fleet of trucks and wants to buy the equipment. We'll don't do the same thing for him. If somebody says, I want to start an alignment business, the same thing for him. And if he says, well, I want to get out of a truck and I want to do this alignment stuff because this looks like a good deal. Okay, fine. We can, we can sell you the equipment. We can provide the training. We can provide the tech support. And since we've been involved in this for a long time, we've got suggestions on the ways we've seen this work. But I have to say that once somebody does this, and if you look at the hundreds of ones we've helped set up, they all do it their own way. Some of them do what we did, which is just a mobile alignment business. Mm -hmm. Don't do hardly any repairs. Don't want to do repairs. Just want to do the alignment. Others say, no, I'm going to jump into the repair business too. And so they're putting in leash springs and doing kingpins and doing rear suspensions. And, and some people like Big Jim, they get all the way into the vibrations and replacing drive lines and doing, you know, if that's all we're worried about is the alignment equipment, training, and the tech support. Yeah. And then you can expand that or not expand it any way you want to. Right, right. Um, examples of that. Like you just said, Big Jim, Jim Fowler, he started as a, with a big uh, box truck. And Actually, it was, it, was a, it was a fire. Which was it? Was, it was. I was going to say, it looks it looked kind of like a food truck. Yeah, it looked like a food truck. And it had, an, had a, 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 a canopy that would extend over one side so it could be in the shade. And there was all kinds of stuff. And then he evolved into buying his own shower. Set his own facility up. Yeah, we've seen lots of different ways that it's gone. And if you're happy and you're making money and you're you're providing good work, hey, more power to you. Right, right. And yeah, others like uh, Chad, for instance, never bought his own place. Nope. Just renting space from T and E. Yep. Didn't uh, didn't make himself bigger or give himself more overhead. Just uh, doing a life. Am I hearing something vibrating? It's my phone. There's another. It's spam. Oh, uh, we don't want to talk to them. Yeah. Okay. All right. Um, yeah. Yeah. It, it, if you work out a relationship, a symbiotic relationship with a repair shop where you have an alignment operation in their business and they're doing all the repairs and everybody's happy, uh, fine. If you set up your own shop, and and want to spend the time with that, that that's fine. If you want to do what we did was put everything in the back of a pickup truck and just drive around from shop to shop and do repairs. And when you're not doing a, a, an alignment, you play golf or something, you know, bitch, you know, everybody has their own lifestyle. Right. Yeah. And, uh, let's see. People that have had, that have, uh, there, there have been people that have had difficulty starting the business and getting it going. Yes. They still fortunately retain the skill. Yep. So if they, if they, some of them have gotten back into the truck, but if they ever want to get back out of the truck, they should still get the equipment, they still get the skill. And if the opportunity arises again, the biggest problem I've seen for people starting the business is they have to be able to sell themselves. Right. You have to be able to go around to the fleets. And that's why when somebody approaches me and says, well, I think I'm, I live in, in this little town in so-and-so state, and, and I'm tired of driving the truck, and I think I want to do alignments. That's the first thing I tell them is, okay, 
before you buy any equipment, do anything. You need to go around to the trucking and repair operations in your area and tell them you're thinking about starting an alignment business and do they have a need for somebody to do that service. Find out if you have a business first. Find out what your market is. Yeah, and if you have a business, you have people that are looking for stuff. Okay, fine. Now look at the next step. You, you need to have a certain amount of money to buy the equipment. You have to have something to put it in. You're either going to put it in a building or put it in a vehicle. You have to have the tools necessary to do the work, impact guns, sockets, and things like that. And you have to have some reserve capital to pay yourself while you're getting it going because it's going to take, say, six or eight months usually before you're producing enough income that you're self-supporting. Right. There's, there's another, there's a, there's a couple twists on that uh, in this different economy than there was 40 years ago. Uh, the uh, If you're going to drive a truck, uh, your, your typical truck driving operation is going to take you away from home, by the ways. Yeah, out of your market. And when that happens, you're going to get calls saying, hey, everybody's going to this job today. Because that's the way everybody thinks. You're available at a moment's notice. Mm-hmm. You, know, you have to schedule with them weeks in advance. So know that that's going to happen. It's, it's difficult to drive your truck and do this on the part time. Right. If you think you're going to be able to do it on weekends, you better schedule the people to be able to do it on weekends. Yeah, it's that's that's difficult to hit. Yeah, very difficult. And and one of the reasons I, I talk to people and they say I can't the alignment shop that's close to me that's on your list, I keep calling them up and they're two three weeks out. Well, they're two three weeks out because they have decided to take on repair work. Right. Now all of a sudden they've got. A full day just doing a kingpin job for a guy that came in. Or a national average that was there 40 years ago and is basically still true today is that uh, in order to conduct an alignment on an average truck in America, it takes $700 to go to parallel. So, where an alignment costs, you know, 200 to $300, even four or 500 depending on where you're at, uh, the, the repair cost is often double that. Right. Now, we didn't, we didn't want to do the repair. Yeah, I deliberately stayed out of it. In fact, the majority of my work that I did when I was running mobile here in Des Moines was at fleets who had their own mechanics, who did their own repairs, and I just did the alignments. Then I had some that I would do at tire shops that didn't have alignment equipment, and they'd say a guy's buying tires wants alignment. I'd go in, okay, fine, and I would check him out. Now, on a typical one, I would check him out and say, well, your bushings are bad, your tie rod end joints are bad, and your wheel bearings are loose. Oh, you got to get that fixed. Okay, you can take it home and get it fixed. Or if you want, I've got three or four shops around town here that do that kind of work. I can refer you to them, and they can get it done, and then I can do the alignment. But you have to have that plan in place. I didn't want to do that. A typical day for me, I'd get up in the morning, and I'd have four alignments scheduled. You know, the other advantage to not doing a repair work, as far as we were concerned, when this was entering the market where we were the outside, was that uh, when I tell you that the bearing is done, the key thing is replaced, first I prove it. But then second, I'm not trying to earn myself more. Yeah. I'm doing this because you sincerely need the work done. Right. Now, uh, we, this was long, we started this long ago when we didn't have the reputation we have. Now we have the reputation. 
And many of our customers have a reputation that if they say this is what needs done, then they could be doing the work. They could be overcharging for the work and the customer wouldn't. And you're getting it fixed. That's that's the whole idea. The end of the day is fixed. Yeah. The the question was, did I need the work done on my truck or did you have a boat payment you needed the money for? Right. I personally ethically despise that uh, the idea that, you know, you're telling people that they needed work done that didn't necessarily need done. Right. Do we do we have calls waiting? No calls. No calls. Okay. All right. So we can keep exploring this. Right. Um if you have a question about this, the number here is eight five five nine five zero three eight three five. Or if you have a question about anything else on tires, because we'll stop talking about this in a heartbeat. Right. And we'll talk about something else. Uh, like yeah, and I, I kinda wanna mention there's a customer that I was just today talking to out of uh, Laredo, which is a market where I assumed business would be so easy to get that there's thousands and thousands of trucks out there all the time just splitting. So thoroughly there would be tons and tons of acres, but they're waiting to go into Mexico. And even if they need the work done, apparently they're not in a big rush to spend money on that truck Mm. before it goes to Mexico. Mm. Interesting. That's a, there's a very interesting dynamic there. I didn't expect it. But uh, so every, every area has been there. That's kind of like San Diego. I, I grew up there and we started doing alignments there. And, and again, I was doing mainly the fleets that were based there, which was construction fleets, uh, sand haulers, and stuff like that. The line haul, yeah, the line haul fleets, like Swift and stuff, they weren't based there. Right. They didn't have a terminal. They drove into San Diego, they picked up a load, and they left. Right. Okay, so I really wasn't doing that much work there. And I suspect Laredo might be the same. Mm-hmm. Now, I do know there's some large fleet base there that have big terminals there. But if you're planning on going down the street and picking up some guy who is sitting there waiting, you're not talking to a fleet that's based there then. Right. Right. Not, not like that. Yeah, yeah. Interesting Another dynamic, yeah. Well, in either case, if it's something you want to do, we'd be glad to help you. If it's something you don't want to do, that's no problem. If you just want to find somebody who can fix your stupid truck, you can go to our website. You can look at the shop locator list and find somebody that's trained our way. And people ask me, are all the people on your list qualified? They were qualified and trained when we put them on the list. And as long as we don't get any complaints about them, they stay on the list. Now, if something comes up and they complain, the next step is we call them and say, hey, there's been a problem and where you feel about it. And if push comes to shove and we can't get things resolved, I'll take them off the list because they didn't pay to be on it anyway. Right. And then we've got a couple of things. There are a couple of there that we have gotten. One problem, I suppose, that we have being here in Des Moines is that our personal reach doesn't go all the way across the country. Mm-hmm. We cannot see how somebody is doing the work. Well, we have to depend on feedback. We have to depend on feedback. And we're getting multiple feedbacks where one person is saying they are not doing it this way and another person is saying that they are. Yeah. So how, how do we treat that? Yeah, and we're not going to go out and inspect them because they're not a franchise. Again, yeah. We're putting them on the list to help the customer, not right. help ourselves. Right. We don't make any money out of it. Nope. Nope. Uh, so just, yeah. yeah. All right. We have a, uh, we have a caller. I don't think he's calling about starting the line. I don't want to talk to him. <laughs> oh, 
That's right. I said I would. Okay. Let's see what this guy has to say. Yeah. Hello. Hello. Is there Harold? I am here. I just want to thank you guys. I've been listening to you for, uh, I don't know, a couple of years now, I guess. And uh, I finally put the angle iron on the top of my car carrier axles there at Iowa Truck and Trailer. And my wear seems to have gone away. I always run the Michelin XZE 255s, uh, 225s, so they're small tires. Mm -hmm. But I would, on the inside of every wheel position, on the inside of the inside tire, I would get the wavy wear pattern. And it seems to have disappeared. Awesome. I, I've had them on here for about probably 40,000 miles now, and the tires were not all brand new when I put them on, but they hadn't developed that wear pattern yet, and mm -hmm. they just seemed to be wearing smooth. So I, just, I appreciate your, uh, your guys' sense of humor. I am about the same age, and I'm in the 70s, and I've been trucking out here for 43 years, so mm -hmm. 48 years, or 48 years, rather, and I'd never even thought about flexing axles as, as a problem, and I've had car carriers now since 19, or since 2000. Uh, we've had, uh, I don't know, a bunch of them, and, mm -hmm. and we, we had that problem on every single one of them, so thank you for your knowledge and for sharing it. I appreciate that. Okay, now what we're going to require from you since you have solved this problem is there is going to be a fee for that, okay? And Yeah, we'll cut it off because you didn't have permission to put it on. Um, I think what it's going to be is, uh, do you want Neapolitan ice cream or regular ice cream? I can't taste anything anyway. Um, so, uh, ice cream sandwiches, that's, that's the fee. But, but, but the other side would call all this racist though. With of the, course it would. With the, if I send you a plain one with white vanilla, they won't like that one. If I send you the other one, then <laughs> anyway, <laughs> I digress. <laughs> well, well, no, no, let me let me explore that a little bit. In, in in sales training that I went through years ago, I was told that when you go visit somebody to try and sell them something, there's eleven different personalities that you have to deal with, and you only have about thirty seconds to a minute when you first meet them to decide which one you're dealing with. Okay, and if you treat them all the same, you treat eleven of them wrong. Okay. <laughs> Uh, Sounds about right. <laughs> which means you can never make everybody happy, so why are you worrying about it? That's true. Well, yep. Now, in the case of the Neapolitan ice cream sandwiches, yeah. you need to hurry up and send them because it's still winter here. Yeah, it'll be all right. <laughs> Another note on my tires, I've been doing this for years. I run a car carrier, and I run the 275-70s on this gear, and I run those, I run them about 40 to 50,000 and I pull them off and I run them on my drives. Okay. And so I, uh, the first set I got on this truck when it was new, I got 250 on the 275 uh, mm -hmm. on the drives new. And then I, I'm on my second set now. I usually get a little over 200, but I regroove them after they get down to the wear bars and get another 50 to 70 out of them mm -hmm. at that point. So mm -hmm. that has really worked well for me. I've been doing that probably about 15 or 18 years. And not too many people regroup them, but I found a place there in California that'll do it for me, and uh, it's 
costs about $5 a line, and it's the cheapest money I spend on the tires. Yeah, and, and at the end of that, as I understand it, those are not recapable tires then, right? You know, they are, but no one recaps this size. No one. I've never uh, seen a recap 275, uh, 70, 225. It's just not a popular tire. Right. But uh, that sure. has worked sure. well for me. That way I get 100% use out of them, and I'm never I, – I had two – steer tires blow on me in the past and that scared me enough to where I wanted to pull them off of the front because we're always running 14, 15,000 up on the steers. Right. And, right. Uh, I, ha- I have noticed since I've been paying attention to you guys that I've, I've been running the 140 up there in the mm-hmm. steer tires and they're wearing much flatter than they did at the 131, Excellent. which is what it's posted on the outside. I, my tire, my uh, tire guys, the head guy at the tire place won't let them do it, but my installers will. So <laughs> I just uh, say, hey, give me the 140 in there, and they do. But load it up, boys. <laughs> but the the guy that's the head guy there, he goes, oh, we can't do that. It's over the recommended tire pressure. So yeah, yeah. <laughs> over the minimum tire pressure. Yep. <laughs> they they think that means it's the maximum, though. I believe. I know, and I keep trying to explain it to them, and they don't want to listen. You've helped me a lot, guys, and I appreciate it. You're welcome, buddy. You drive safe out there. Doing it. Trying to do it right. every day. Right. Thanks, bye. Mike. Okay, bye. Right. Bye. So we got Neapolitan ice cream sandwiches coming. Right. All right. I hope it's not going to be a Ziploc bag. Because <laughs> when they melt, they're going to be all over. <laughs> okay. All right. Might as well. Tell jokes or whatever we're going to do. Uh, the first one is interested in becoming an Atlantic technician. So, cool. right on topic. All right. Uh, hey, listen, uh, Kevin, I don't know if your mic might be muted. Are you guys in the same room together? Yeah, we're sitting right across from each other. All right, Kevin, cool. Kevin's mic is in, uh, his mic is muted or something because he's picking up off of your mic and it's really, his, his volume is really low. So he's got to right, well, we'll make sure his mic functions. Appreciate that. I've been listening to so much radio for such a long time. It's, I, yeah. I pick up on it. Mm-hmm. I get what you mean. Mike, so my what question, you? yeah, see, I'm, I faintly hear Kevin. So if I, if I walk on you, I'm not being rude. I just don't hear you. No, you're right. You're good. Um, okay. So as, as far, no, like, I mean, as far as like, the, I know how like the front, the toe in, but I, if I was, I'm thinking about doing this, I'm, you know, I'm, mm-hmm. I'm, I'm going to be 60 years old. And I'm I'm, t- I'm not tired of driving. I mean, I just want to do something where I don't like you said. I live in South Carolina, so I can do this and go golfing anywhere. Yeah. But what I'm getting is I, I I I'm not familiar with how to align the rear end. Oh, the rear end. Could you maybe? Okay. Could you maybe explain that so maybe other people could could understand it? Yeah. Okay. From the axle, there are positioning either arms or springs that attach to the frame. Right, I got a Kenworth, so I know those little bars are on an angle going okay. across, right? Well, it, the ones up on top that are at the angle, those set the pinion angle or the differential tilt. There's ones oh, down below that come from a hanger that come back to the axle, and those can set the, whether it's aims to the left or aims to the right. So it's so you, basically a matter of loosening it up and then t- well, and tightening it and then pulling it one direction or the other, correct? Yeah, putting some shims in or turning it eccentric and, and changing the way the axle aims. And the lasers we sell show you which way it's aimed in the length of the truck, and you adjust it until it's where you want it. Oh, okay. 
And now, I mean, as far as the specs for each individual we like, have the uh, manufacturer. We have, we have the specs, and we use exactly the same spec for every truck that's been built since 1980. Yeah, so just, nice. You know, okay. That we just put on, uh, on YouTube. Uh, if you just look up the MD alignment on YouTube, you can see uh, there's a video that talks about what our factory spec. And uh, okay. it, it shows what, I believe it shows what our factory spec is also. Yeah, our performance spec. Okay. So don't worry about specs. Okay. They're all the same. Okay, cool. All right, I'm, I'm, I'm going to do a little more rich. See, I'm down here in South Carolina. I work for, uh, I, I've called about, I work for a dump truck place. A dump, you know, I run a dump trailer. But mm-hmm. they got a lot of construction down here. And, and, and their mentality down here is they don't even worry about alignment and stuff. And I don't get it, man. It's like, I'm running on the highway and stuff. They just don't have that. They think just because you go and run off into a sand pit or a, a rock quarry that you're going to put the thing out of alignment. I, I don't, I don't we, get it. We've had the I think same, it's a hard sell. Yeah, we've had the same discussion with construction fleets up here, but when we've gone in and fixed, let's say, 10 trucks in their fleet, and all of a sudden right. the 10 and, trucks are doubling their steer tire life, all of a sudden they believe you. Right. Okay, that right, makes sense. And plus, I mean, I don't know if they, like, some of these places, they don't, I'm sorry, Kev, go ahead. The, the availability of being able to come in and just read the alignment for them, instead of them having to send them to uh, alignment shop, the fire shop, every time they have a problem, it, 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 you know, in a dump operation, you will have broken pins and stuff. And right, yeah. Fix it, and if they could get an alignment right there in their shop when they fix it, well, they would do more alignments and they could save more time. But since they can't, okay. they just ignore it. Yeah. It's just like, right. Yeah. Cause I mean, I, I mean, they, they do the same thing with their tires too. It's crazy. Yep. But, yep. Oh, all right. I appreciate it. I'll, uh, like I said, I'll look into it and uh, if I decide to get really serious, I'll give you guys a call. Thanks for the, uh, for the info there. I appreciate it. You're welcome, buddy. You have a good day. Yeah. Thank you too. Bye. All right. And he's in, uh, he's in Detroit. The first one, the one we just talked to? The one we just talked to. No, it's in South Carolina. South Carolina. You've got to enjoy them, no? Well, whatever. Mm-hmm. Okay. Well, South Carolina would be a great place to work. It would be. We've got a couple stops there, but not enough. And there's no snow. No, yeah. Another advantage. That's a big deal. All right. All right. Here's one. I'm not sure. I'm not sure exactly what uh, they're saying here. It doesn't matter. Hello. Click them on. Hello. 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 Yeah, I just called off. They'll let you know. Kevin. Kevin. That's all I got. What's that? Can't hear him. Kevin needs to come into the room where the mic's at. You can't hear him at all. All right. We're working on that. All righty. Thank you. Thank you, sir. All right. Okay. You talk, and I want to watch that thing go up and down on the bar. Well, it seems to be going up just fine. Yeah. I don't know what's going on. We need to we need to find a professional to help us set this up because we're a bunch of freaking amateurs. Right. Well, uh, okay, we can. I got some things we can do later. I just assume based on the the lights and buttons and stuff I'm seeing that it was working just fine. Okay, now look at how mine's going on. I'm going all the way up to the yellow. Yeah, just by just by speaking normal, you're going up to the yellow. I'm almost yelling, and it's still down in the green. Something's uh, wrong. Yeah, Did that dog chew that cable? No, no, the dog stayed away from that cable. Is that right? Okay. Maybe I just need a new cable. Never know. Okay, so what else do we got? That was it. That was it. We're done with our calls. We've t- we've talked about the alignment stuff that we got in the emails. 
We never got an answer to the question from last week, but nobody gets the prize, which was a four-week trip to Iceland or a brand new, I can't remember what brand car it was that time. Uh, it was a Audi TT. Oh, okay. All right. The spare that we have in the back of it. All right. So we still have a trip to Iceland and we still have an Audi TT. So we can roll over in the next week's question. Right. So my question to you then is, what question do we have for our Stump the Chump? The, the newest, the latest and greatest question? Yes. Well, you're going to have to say it because nobody's going to hear me. <laughs> okay. You tell me and I'll repeat it. All right. Uh, new Stump the Chump, uh, stump chump question is, all right, I got one. Go ahead. Why does my Volvo always wear out the outside shoulder of the right front tire? There, that's an excellent question. We never talk about this. No, we haven't. It's been a, a secret. So if you want to answer that question, you can send your reply in written on the back of a $100 bill, and we will put you in the drawing out of all of the correct answers we get, we will pick one out. And the winner, there will be three prizes available. One is a four-week trip to Iceland to stay in an igloo. The second is a brand-new Audi TT. And the third is a, an attaboy from the guys here at MD Alignment Service. And we will decide which prize is appropriate. Okay? Now, you can send your answers back in by email or snail mail or you can call up and give them to us. But the only people that will be in for the prize will be the ones that write it on the back of a $100 bill. Okay? <laughs> All right. Uh, we do have another call. We do. Another call. Let's go ahead and bring this one in. This is a Pete Alignment. Pete Alignment. Yes. Yeah. Hey, guys. Hiya. Is the guy's name Pete or is the truck Pete? Uh, <laughs> the guy's name is Pete. The guy's name is Pete. Okay. All right. Yeah. So what's the alignment? So, um, regarding your trivia question, can I just give you the answer over the air now? And sure, go right ahead. Yeah? Can I win the Audi TT, or what do I win? Well, you're going to, once we get all the winners in, we will take a drawing and decide who's going to win one of those three prizes. Right. Okay. So, I think I vaguely remember. Level. Okay. I remember the question from, I think, the last time. Is it thrust okay. angle? Part? Is it thrust mm -hmm. angle? Boy, he's got it. Yeah. Aligning the drive axles is the key. You have yes, to sir. go to the back of the truck to fix at least 50% of the problem. Right. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Very good. Very so, good. Now, since since you didn't send the answer in on the back of a $100 bill, yes, it's going to be hard to put you in the drawing because we put all the $100 bills in and draw them out, and, and you're not there. I don't know. We could probably give him the, the, the grandest prize that was in that. I mean, there was a... There was a balloon trip there was the Audi TT but you know what I can give you the out the out of boy from the guys out of boy out of boy I, I, I love it I, I love it okay what else you got well um I just want to share uh, a story with you guys uh, and a bit of a background on my myself I went to um, automotive school and uh learned a lot about uh Everything there is pretty much to learn about electronics, uh, brakes, transmissions, engines, etc. I also took an alignment class, mm -hmm. so I did alignments on cars. So I understand mm -hmm. camber, caster, you know where on the car you start first, right? Mm -hmm. um, thrust angles, 
So the, the story I want to share with you guys is about my truck. Uh, okay. I, I did a, I've talked to you a couple of times. I did a six by two conversion to it. Got it. And it's an older truck and I'm chasing fuel economy. So uh, I got a couple of axles and I thought, you know what, let's, let's just do this. So I had some shop uh, swap out the axles. Then I said, well, I'm going to need alignment mm-hmm. uh, because the thrust angles are going to be, you know, they're not going to be proper, you know, and when you start investing in low rolling resistance tires and this, that, yep. and the other to change fuel economy, you know, you need an alignment. Yep. Yes, we do. So I went to my favorite dealer, local dealer, and I said, hey, would you do an alignment on my truck? I put two axles on and I'm really, I just want to make sure everything is, is good thrust angle you know, especially mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I said, I would like to have afterwards, I'd like to have a printout so I can look at it myself. Okay. No problem. Schedule the alignment. They did the alignment. I went to pick up my truck. I asked for the printout. The guy gives me the printout. The first thing I look at is the rear axle specs. Guess yeah. what it said? Zero. Exactly. <laughs> it was zeroed out. Yep. I said, I said, Whoa, what happened? Mechanic came and talked to me and said, oh, you know what? I did the alignment and, uh, man, by accident, I, I zeroed it out. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and I said, crap. So I'm thinking to myself, this guy, you know, did a toe and go. <laughs> yeah. You know? Yep. So, Set okay. the you know, I paid my 400 bucks, whatever it was. I was not happy. Dang. And I went mm-hmm. down the road a month or two. And I thought to myself, you know, I just don't, this doesn't sit well with me. So I went across the interstate to another dealer and mm-hmm. I said, Hey, you, what kind of equipment do you have? Well, we have Hunter alignment machines. I said, well, that's good. Cause I know those. Mm-hmm. Uh, so can you do an alignment on my truck? Sure. Brought the truck in after a day or so. The first thing they do is they call me and they say, Hey man, all the bolts in the back there are seized up. We have to replace everything. We have to torch it off and put new <laughs> hardware in there because there's no way we can set truck angles. So I said, aha, good. So they went ahead and did the alignment. They gave me a before and after spec printout of, mm-hmm. you know, those nice red and green lines on the Hunter printout. Mm-hmm. Yep. And there was no way that that other shop set the frost angles because they were so way off. Mm-hmm. It was on the You know, and I just want to share that story with you because, you know, I have the experience and I have the know-how I can call and say, you know, here's what I want. But what about the average guy that doesn't know any better? That's the problem. Trust the shop. They don't do it. They just didn't do it. Right. You know? Right. And right. goes down the road and makes, you know, invests money and wants to save and get fuel economy and then trashes his tire front, mm-hmm. you know, front and back. Mm-hmm. Uh, right. And it just, it just. You know, and it's not the first time, you know, I've run into stuff like that. It just, it's terrible. It really sucks. It, it's, a, it's a disturbing thing. And it's, um, the, the, one of the major problems we get is uh, it doesn't matter what the aligning equipment is that you are using. Uh, it, you can still, and you can, you can fiddle with equipment and get it to tell you whatever you want the customer to see. Right. Yeah, it comes down to integrity. Right. Years ago, years ago, I was doing alignments here in in Des Moines, and I was approached by the Iowa Motor Truck Maintenance Council asking if I would do some seminars for them, basic introductions on alignment on trucks. Sure. 
because I don't want to do everybody's alignments. I just want to do enough to make a living. Right. Yeah. And if I teach some other people stuff, it, it saves trouble. And that evolved into us writing the book on how to align trucks. And it evolved into doing the radio shows and the podcasts. Right. Because it evolved into getting the equipment. I, I would just assume people know what they're doing. That's really all I want. Yeah. 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 And then follow through. And and make sure that the work is done with integrity. Yeah, right. yeah. You know, got to have that. Got to have that. Um, I I know you guys are super busy with calls. I got another quick thing I just want to run by you. Go ahead. Um, I had called once before because I'm interested in the um, the preload. That's you know, the preload. axle nut stuff. And yeah, mm-hmm. and you gave me some great information. Um, you, you know, the the town that I live in, I haul for a large carrier, and we haul. 200 miles out and 200 miles back power only. And mm-hmm. there are about 80 or 90 trucks leased onto this company. Mm-hmm. And I had considered, you know, uh, uh, considered, you know, uh, having my wheel bearing, you know, the preload set properly. And I sure. thought, okay, so I'm going to, you know, I can call one of the, the guys out of Indy, you know, MD mm-hmm. and have them, have them do it for me. Or, you know, because every time, you know, I'll have to swap over to those nuts. Mm-hmm. Um, and then the preload has to be set. Right. right. But any time I have work done on any of the axles, mm-hmm. then that's going to be off again. And then I got to go right. through that process again, you know, minus swapping over the nuts. So I thought, sure. you know what, maybe, maybe what I should do is invest in a preload tool and yeah, yeah. Do, it, do it myself. And then also offer all the guys here mm-hmm. you know, that, that are doing power only with me and then offer that service to them, mm-hmm. you know, and do it myself, you know? And then of course you have to, you said you have to educate yourself if you start a business and then you have to sell yourself. Right. I have to talk to them a little bit about how important that all is. Right. You know, to set the proper preload. So. Right. Right. And uh, yeah. the, doctor, the doctor preload people, they've got great videos on how to present it. And uh, what what they're actually accomplishing? It, it's just it's a it's a great setup. It's a great system for solving problems that you couldn't solve otherwise. There's, there's what, are your, what are your thoughts about improvement? I know it's kind of a, a broad question, but improvement whether your bearings are too tight or too loose, and then setting them properly. What could someone gain? What kind of a range would you say? Okay. Okay. Now, first of all, if they're too tight, you're going to fry them. Right. Okay. So that's that's so not saving from going from too tight to to proper. Yeah. Yeah. Right. So from properly set bearings to too loose bearings is the range we work in. Right. Right. And it's hard for me to exactly define the savings in tire wear on just the bearing because typically when we go in. The bearings are too loose. The toe's wrong. The the drive axles are set wrong. I mean, there's a whole list of things that are wrong. We fix them all, and all of a sudden, it gets the better result. But my gut feeling is you'll save about 15 to 20% tire life by properly adjusting the bearings. 15 to 20% in tire life, not necessarily tire life. Saving. No, I, I I don't even want to talk about fuel. I, I, uh-huh. the, the the fuel 
effect is is a different discussion altogether. Yeah, we're just talking about tire life. Right. Okay. Let, yeah. Let's not even remember that. Uh, what was that blue stuff they would put on the bearings and races? Yeah. Yeah. That was about that was micro blue throwing uh, bearing into a fuel saving item. And it's just it's not not a, the appropriate conversation. But the other okay. thing is, if you don't have the bearings tight, then you don't have the toe right. So. And if you don't have the bearings tight, the drive axle to wear on the inside edge of the inside tire and the trailer axle to wear on the inside edge. So on overall average, the difference between a too loose bearing and a properly adjusted bearing, in my experience, is 15 to 20% of tire life. Okay, I can work with that. I'm still going to say it's even higher because we're talking about... No, 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 no. Under promise, over deliver. I understand. Okay. <laughs> but, uh, Don't set expectations too high. That's it. That's it. Balance. Yep. We yep. believe that we can get as much as 25% more life out of a, out of all of your tires if yeah. you're using dynamic balances instead of uh, static balances. Yeah. And if you don't have the bearings tight, then you're going to end up with where there's going to cause a balance issue also. Right. It compounds. So if you don't, you know, if you don't have a dynamic balancer and you don't have a tight bearing and you can't set the toe right, you could be losing 50% of your steer core. 70. Yeah. Good. Good. Very okay. good. Um, yeah. Hey, I appreciate you guys. Uh, talk awesome, soon. buddy. You have a great day. Yep. Yeah. Bye. Okay. Okay. That was fun. All right. That's, good. Uh, 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 guys got some experience. There. Good conversations. Yep. Yep. <laughs> you know, when somebody says they set the rear end, but the, the bolts are seized up, so you can't get them out. That's a that's a that's a problem. It's a pretty good clue. The last guy didn't line it. Now, now another thing I didn't mention, I should have, I, I could mention, and I should mention. If you don't have his experience or our experience with uh, alignment to be able to look at a sheet and say whether or not it's aligned properly, your guide whether or not the job was done correctly in the shop you just went to. Is how the vehicle handles. Yeah. The rear end is done right. Yeah. When you're driving down the highway at 60 miles an hour, right hand lane, no wind, you can let go of the steering wheel. Just keep your hands next to it, but let go of the steering wheel. And it could take more than two seconds before the right tire gets to the white line. If that's happening, you're fine. And if you put it in the left lane on the interstate, it should take about the same to go to the left. To the left. Then, then you've got basically a neutral truck. Really close to neutral. And uh, the, the, the rear end is not costing you steer tire life. Right. We can fine tune that and get you more time in the right lane, an easier drive, uh, but it doesn't necessarily fade a tire life. So that's, that's your guide. You know, in in that case, you don't need to read printouts. You can just say, "Listen, this thing does not handle right. It's going to the right too quickly. Something's wrong in the rear end." Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. All right, all right. Uh, we've got just a few more minutes, uh, but our number here, if you wanted to give us a call, uh, is eight five five nine five zero three eight three five. And uh, we, as I say, just a few more minutes, and we, let's see. I think we've got uh, time for a joke, a riddle, or a stunt, or anything else we wanted to do there. Well, okay, okay. Um, here's the riddle. The riddle. And I use this at the start of a lot of seminars okay. because I need to find out what level we're talking to here. Oh, yeah, that's true. Okay. I think I know where this is going. So if you take hay and right. feed it to cows. Yep. You get pies. 
pies out the other end. If you feed hay and feed it to horses, you get road apples. Also out the other end. If you feed hay and feed it to rabbits, you get little bitty pellets. Right. The question is, if you start with the same thing at the front end, why do you wind up with something completely different at the back end? And after everybody sits there and looks at you like, what the hell are you talking about? I don't know what you're talking about, man. You say, okay, well, since nobody here knows shit, we'll start with the basics. Right. Y'all are in the weeds. We need to, we need to get you out of the weeds and find the, the subject at hand. Yep. Now we okay. can talk. All right. All right. Well, we don't have any more calls. I think I have, uh, that, was, that was probably a good riddle slash joke for the day. And that's because I'm a genius. That's about done. We have lunch coming. We got lunch. As far as I know. Then, <laughs> then after lunch, can I get a nap? Uh, you always do. Good. <laughs> <laughs> I I like naps. All right, all right, and I'm gonna find out which dog chewed my mic cord and figure out if there's something else we can do about that. And from there, I guess we're pretty much done. Thank you, folks. You have yourselves a great day. Yes, please. Thank you for listening. We'll talk to you next week. Bye.